Good morning. Good Monday morning, John. <laughs> Matt O'Dell here with the Bastards of Our Podcast. How's it going, guys? Hello. Me and Jonathan got to take a road trip this weekend. We did, which also resulted in a slight change of formula for last week's episode. Oh, yeah. We missed John. John John did hit a convention and ended up working too much. I, so. hoard, I hoard myself out. He was like, hey, Matt, go find someone to interview him. So we got the, <laughs> I got the interview bail last week without John's help. I did everything by myself. I set up the computer, set up the microphones, and then I was like, hey, John, will you mix this down for me? And like... Uh, he just laughed at the recording. I guess I screwed up. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Up. I spent five minutes laughing at the end <laughs> trying to edit down something. Yeah, sometimes I trip on my words, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. But that was a lot of fun. I did have fun. I did like um, seeing some people that I hadn't seen in a while. I got to see Porky from, we worked together in Duke City in Albuquerque 10 years ago, and mm. I didn't expect to see him here there. So that was really cool. The Por Vida guys are always fun to see. And uh, I had a good conversation with Paco. Um, from uh, Electric 13. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Really I love wish. that guy. He's so energetic. Yeah, that's the only thing that sucks sometimes is, you know, it just, I just wish some of these people lived closer. <laughs> because it's, it's almost like, well, I'm only going to see you at a convention. So it's almost like, an, like, a, like a weird imaginary friendship. It's like, oh, right. you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Like, no one, it's like a visible friend. Or, or like, what are they, like, would your kids have invisible friends that like no one else can talk to them? Like, um, like I go home friend. and I'm like, yeah, I would go home and I'm like, yeah, I talked to Paco and I talked to Porky and everyone's just like, are these fucking made up people? You know, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, they're real people. I <laughs> talked to them. You'll never meet them, but I did talk to them. <laughs> what did you think? Did you have fun? I did. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think like the biggest thing for me was the whole networking aspect of it, meeting new faces and um, finally feeling like I'm like a part of a community, which is really neat. Yeah. It's like a certain level of validation after seven years of working in this industry, finally going to a convention. Popping out of the cave. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What, what, uh, what did you, I mean, so I guess what we did this weekend was basically conventions are networking. They are. Yeah. So that, I guess, you know, we did an episode, I think it was episode 10. I think so. Episode 10 was all about social, social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was more of like a, you know how to get how to how to use these tools of social media but what 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 we did this weekend wasn't hashtagging this was real life face to face it was uh what, what what should we call this episode john the face of networking the face of networking dun 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 meeting real people shaking their hands at firm grip usa right right um so I guess we'll walk through like the other part of, of, of networking. Um, marketing, I guess, is kind of like this, but it's really straight up just networking, getting out there and what are they called? Pound, pounding the pavement, yeah. beating the street. Stumping. Yeah, getting out of your cave and, you know, not, everybody come to me. Look how awesome I am. You actually well, have to go to other people. It's the real reason why we have all these social media tools is to eventually get to the point where you're face to face with somebody. Right? right. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Why would somebody want to even bother networking, John? Oh well, I mean, it's twofold. You you widen your your business world as far as other small businesses, but you also widen your clientele. Like the those are mainly the two big reasons why you network, right? Yeah, I would say 
I would say that. I would say also there's there's an intrinsic value to face to face meetings. Oh, yeah. There's something to be said about the recognition part. You know, um, I, I try to fake this by putting up videos and 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 doing blogs on the internet so that people who've never met me can kind of understand who I am before they meet me. Get a visual on you. Yeah, but I think you know I'm. I've got a presence. I'm six three. I'm you know I teeter totter between two hundred fifty and two hundred eighty pounds. <laughs> that first meeting with me is going to be a lot more impressive than a two inch by two inch you know screen on a on a telephone. You right, know? right. Yeah. Telephone. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, old people. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I think you know the why is definitely you need to you need that you know firm handshake recognition. And it, it would create a certain awareness um, for a potential client. Yeah, it also lets them see like what kind of uh, professional you are, like what quality that you're going to bring to the table with how you carry yourself, how you talk about things. Um, it really it helps demystify a lot of the situations within the first. It demystifies the whole like online learning about something whenever they get to sit down and have a talk with you because you're you can you can instantly figure out where somebody stands what kind of person they are how they carry themselves just by that face-to-face what would be a bad example like if i if i was to uh bump into a guy and i would say wakowski um, my doctor's name is uh, Wachowski. I never met him before. And he said, well, that's me. And there he is, like, with stains on his shirt and his half-shaved beard and his hair is a must and his fingernails are dirty. I'm, like, right away going to be like, uh, I don't really want to meet this guy at the office, you know. So oh, that, yeah. that face-to-face presentation can have that spin, too. You have to think about, like, how do you present yourself? Do you act like a professional or do you act like, you know, like, I, I just crawled out of a gutter. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the interesting things for me walking around uh, the convention was just realizing like how many people don't make eye contact, how many people just look like they don't want to be there because, I don't know, maybe they're tired or they're grumpy or it's something else. Like, If you're not actively pursuing connection with people, then it doesn't seem like there would be a reason why you're there in the first place. That was, it's funny because there was a gentleman, I don't, I don't, I didn't talk to him, right? I didn't talk to him because he had a banner that said antisocial. <laughs> and then he had like a bunch of baseball bats on his, on his desks. And, and I was just like, so I traveled a thousand miles to meet and talk to people. Why are you here? You're, you're obviously like, he was angry looking and, and then when he walked around, he walked around all you know, and never made eye contact, never even bothered to say hi. I was just like, that is kind of self-defeating. Why yeah. did you show up? What did you expect to get out of this? If you're antisocial, then be antisocial. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you're going to network, you do have to have a little bit of charisma, mm-hmm. even if it's fake, even if it's, um, you know. That, I think that's the hard thing is finding that line between overcoming a, a certain uncomfortable level because that's what I realized this weekend like, how do you balance that feeling of, am I being fake or am I still being genuine? Because either way, I feel uncomfortable because I'm like putting myself out there. I would say, to, I would say this, if, if someone's just uncomfortable getting out there, I would say come up with, with a, uh, a character that you, it's, it's still you, mm. but come out with a character you want, you wish you were, you wanted to be. 
you know if you this happens a lot of time with people who are in the music industry they will make a persona of someone i mean not to be too cheesy but that's why marshall mathers came out with eminem was so that when he was eminem he could do the outlandish things and put himself out there but when he's marshall mathers he's more reserved mm. there's a couple other rap artists that do that um but as for myself you know there's definitely a person i am in the hotel room and there's a person i am on the floor the person I'm on the floor is like the suck it up matt you're not you didn't travel this far just to like hide you know right. and so i have like a, a person in my head matt hodell you how's know, it going? how's it going? You know, and um, shake hands and just kind of cut right through the obvious. I, 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 I try not to be fake. I try not to have like bullshit conversations with people. Oh, you know, yeah. I try to, I try to go direct. How you been? What's going on, man? And and if I can remember something about that person, I bring it up. You know. Yeah. Um, I think that's important too. Yeah, I, th I think making it personal helps. Uh, so here's the other thing. We went to a tattoo convention. I, I guess so. We have a why. Why do you do it? Well, you can you can you, you get the recognition, the awareness is a meaningful, and it saves money. You don't have to spend on advertising because you're actually out there doing the work, you know. Yeah. Um, but the how, 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 what are, what are what are ways or places? How do you how do you even start a, a social network? I mean, I think you have to look at your immediate surroundings, like who are people that you hang out with, what are what are activities that you're doing that has like different groups of people and making the most of that, you know, like I, I, I cycle, right? right? And so that has its own particular crowd. And uh, especially uh, being in New York, it's just a huge part of the community because you have public transportation and then you have bicycles. Right. They, they kind of like have their own lingo, their own breed, their own way of walking, talking, thinking. They even see the road differently. Than cars. Oh yeah, and you're you're three hops away from anybody in any city in the country, because the like any niche group, especially in tattooing, like everybody knows everybody, you know. And so that's the thing that you realize that when it comes to networking, you really can take advantage of your different groups that you're a part of. And we're not talking about the cold clammy. Insurance salesman. Hey, how you doing? Ned Nethers, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. You need a policy. We're talking about being you. Just being you, being a genuine person and getting yourself involved and putting yourself out there. It's definitely the long game. Yeah. You know, because that whole like, hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Jonathan. This is what I do. Like, that's the short game because like, there, there's no quality. But what you realize is your, your social groups, that's your long game, you know, because it's the fact that you've known each other for so long that you've gone on bike rides together for so long you've, you've you built up trust you've built up you know character there and you know it's like what they say when you go to buy a car you're not buying the car you're buying the salesman mm -hmm. and you figure out more about the car after you buy it so you know when you're in these social groups like let's see last year i was in um a golf league um i was in a men's group i was in uh what else do i do I know there's a bunch of other things I was involved poker. with. Yeah, poker, my poker circles. Um, in the past, I've, I was uh, skydiving. I, sky, I was a skydiver for about two years. I'm into motorcycles, so that's a, there's like groups within groups within motorcycle world, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm in all those, and, it's, and I'm not just in it. Just I need to hang out with these people to make money. I'm in it oh, because yeah. it's it's networking. It's meeting people. It's a part of. It's like it's an intrinsic 
I'm using that word too much. But it's an <laughs> intrinsic nature of humans. We're social creatures. So oh, yeah. use it. And and like I said, again, you don't have to go out there and be Ned, this insurance salesman. Right. Be yourself. But let them see who you are. Let them see that you're a professional and you're honest and, you're, and your character uh, it, will come it's through. It's like uh, realizing that you need to own what you do and in order for people to be aware of what you do. You know, if you're like friends with somebody for so long and then they suddenly realize one day, oh my God, you do what for a living? Yeah. Like that's the wrong way to be carrying Should yourself. we bring up the quilt thing again, John? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I didn't know you made quilts. Well, yeah. you never asked. Right. You know, but bring, you know, you can slip that into conversations. You can be like, you know, ninth hole. So what do you do for a living, Jim? Bring it up to them. Jim yeah. says, oh, I repair bike tires. You say, well, Whenever you're sick of riding bikes, I sell quilts, you know, and it doesn't have to be that cheesy, but right. it's those natural seeds. organic conversations will happen when you're in those social circles. Yeah. And the other thing you can do too, is if you're, if you're in a, in a kind of a, a lifestyle that isn't like, I'm not a golfer, I'm not a motorcycle guy. What are you? Create your own social circles. Oh, here's another one. I mean, I love playing tabletop games. I like playing Dungeons and Dragons, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty across the board. I'll hang out with anybody as long as we're having fun. But, you know, like Ryan, who works here at the shop, uh, he's a he's a uh, avid bicyclist. Um, he created a group on Sunday nights that rides from the shop. Mm-hmm. And they have a small ride. They loop back. And then they have a longer ride for people who want to hang out longer. And then they go get something to eat. And it gives everyone a chance to talk. He just created his own social circle. On his terms. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's that's the thing. Like tabletop games, you can go out of your way to I I know all of these what do we call them? Nerd stores? Oh totally nerd stores. Yeah. That's <laughs> the problem my pride is. They all have game nights. Yeah. Like every, every day of the week, I feel like any any comic book store that you go into has Either a D and D, a Magic, Yu Gi Oh, or whatever night. So like, there's endless possibilities. If you're if you're a hermit that only plays video games, there's ways of you getting out there. Yeah, get out of your house, get yeah. out of your shop, and go then, meet people. Craft shows. If you're a quilter, hit some of these craft shows. I know craft show booths are cheap. They're only like thirty bucks, or right. sometimes like sixty bucks. I don't know. I could be totally wrong here, but I had heard that. <laughs> I heard from Times someone 10. else and someone else, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine when you're buying buttons that right, they, they paid $500. Yeah, you have to sell a lot of buttons to pay for that booth, you know. <laughs> um, but also uh, social groups. There's also business groups. I know I've been slacking. We actually have a, a neighborhood association here. Mm. They meet on Thursdays. I can never organize my schedule to get there. The one time that I did organize my schedule, they canceled the meeting. And I was like, ah, I can't win for losing with these groups. But there are... Um, uh, business opportunities out there. There's small business groups that you can become a part of. Um, well, you make a point too of because the the routine is like, oh, I'm going to network within my within my world, right? And you make a habit of networking with people that do other things too, like for sure, photographers, business people, entrepreneurs, what have you. Just a so like you can learn more but that also helps you later on like oh i've got a guy because i've spent all these years just talking to him about trying to learn from him but he also does this really well i can pull on that resource yeah i I, i'm a firm believer in ambition breeds ambition you know and i like to hang up people who are 
you know, at the top of their game or who, who are be- at least if they're not at the top of their game, to me, it looks like they're at the top of their game because they're putting in um, a lot of a lot of hours, a lot of hard work. Um, and the way they approach themselves seems very professional to me. So, yeah, there's a friend of mine who's a recording artist, a friend of mine who's a photographer. There's uh, restaurant guys. There's uh, real estate guys. I just had an hour-long conversation uh, impromptu conversation with a guy uh, about real estate yesterday and it lasted like an hour and those are principles of that he's using apply to what I'm doing uh-huh. you know and he had he had things to say about real estate that I never even thought about before but I can totally apply it to my world because that is his world yeah and they all all these circles overlap you know yeah. um, I think the biggest thing that once you've made these connections so let's say John that you were what do you want to sell today John you want to sell rocks Cookies. Cookies. John sells these cookies, and they're in the shapes of little hearts, and they have a little bicycle tire on the inside of them, and he's made a he's made a good profit, but they're for dogs. Oh, <laughs> I man. just switched all this up. <laughs> um, and you and you have this niche cookie cookie market where you have bicycling dogs, right? Right. Um, and you've gone and you've done one of these uh, conventions or 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 in, in some of your social groups, where you've met someone new. A dog biscuit. What is the, one of the most important part three? What is the most important thing you need to do after making a connection? The follow up. A follow up. You have to. You have to reinforce this awareness with a follow up. And there's lots of ways you can do it. Yeah, you can't you can't just win your chips. You got to double down on it. Like you got to make sure that like that that connection that you've just brought and that you've just made with somebody actually gets to grow because it's so easy to link up with people and talk to them and then it just never goes anywhere. It just like yeah. peters out. And I'm guilty of that. My anxiety will tell me that those people don't ever want to hear from me again. Mm. You know, my anxiety tells me that I really screwed up. You know, that, I, that, that I, why embarrass yourself by talking to them again? Right. But you have to push through that. You have to send those calls out. You know, one of the things I had done last year was I went and got letterhead and envelopes with my name on it and everything. Uh, actually, the shop's name on it. Um, and I started writing hand letters. And trying to make sure I keep and establish those 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 same people that I'm networking with socially on social media, other mm. businesses, other tattoo artists in my industry, that they actually had something physical to hold on to. Because everyone can fly through text messages and Oh yeah. Well and, I, I think the things that set you apart are like voice phone calls and writing a letter. Writing a letter, yeah. Because one of the the big things that I did when I was trying to make the jump from out of New York was traveling around and making connections, but then doing follow-up. Like I wrote letters to everybody that I met, you know, and most I heard back from and some I didn't, you know? Yeah. And, but that's the thing, like you gotta, you gotta keep on that in order to have that relationship go anywhere because it, it, there's no point in going out and meeting new people if you're not going to start. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a social ladder we're trying to climb. This isn't a, this isn't a uh, let's see who can get to the top fastest situation. I don't think this, you know, like okay, I met you, now I need to meet someone else. This right. is this is your trying to plant some seeds and really make some meaningful relationships. Yeah. And if you're gonna make it meaningful, you know, if you're if you're you know, if that's your character, if you're innately a good person, you'll 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 keep um, is it not harvest, but um, keep growing, keep that relationship growing. You know, yeah, I think that's a big part. Um, yeah, so we went and actually used this convention to help the podcast. Uh, and I think, one, you know, so we, we took 
uh, some swag. We got some buttons and some stickers for, for the Bastards of Art podcast, and we put them on our booth. Just handed them out. And we handed <clears throat> them out. And then on the last day, I waited to the last day because, you know, if you get stuff the first day, it gets tossed or thrown away or put in your pocket, oh, you don't right. think about it much. So I waited to the last day, and I grabbed my box of swag. And this was probably the hardest thing I did all weekend. I actually walked around and kind of cold-called people I hadn't met yet. Mm. Um, and, hey, my name is Matt Hodell. Me and Jonathan have a podcast. Here's what it's about. I tried to have a little, a little saying that was short and sweet, pointing out the reasons why they'd want to listen to it. It's short. It's sweet. You know, um, that was difficult for me. You know, but the thing of it is, I actually got a decent reception except for one guy. And, uh, God, I, I gave him, I gave him a sticker and a thing and, he looked at me like I was the biggest dick. I totally just wanted to take him back and be like, you don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> but I just left it out there. You never know. The guy's probably tired. It's day three. Sure. But the other thing, it, it also helped me by bringing that swag around. Mm. And it gave me a chance to sit down and talk to people that I hadn't got a chance to meet with, during yeah. the convention. You know, like I haven't seen you in two years, but we haven't seen each other all weekend either. Right. And now I get to sit down and say, Man, here's what I've been up to, this podcast, you know? Mm. And it's worked. Um, I think in the last, um, since we've been home, we've already gotten a couple of shout-outs on the internet of people who've listened to it and reposted yeah. what we're up to. So that's pretty fucking cool, too, you know? For sure. And, I mean, th that's the thing, too. Like, the, the whole idea of business networking with the people that you're around is you should get to share ideas, you get to see what other people are up to, you know, kind of get a better picture of what's going on around you rather than like a smaller slice of the pie that you only see on the internet. Yeah, man, you're trying to you're trying to um, make your blind spots smaller. You're trying to make yourself and your business more flexible. You know, I mean, you you can't do everything. So having this network of like, I got a t-shirt guy, I've got a you know, poster guy. I've got a guy that can do some art layout for me. I got a guy that can, you know, pass out flyers. When you network and you get all these things going, um, it becomes almost bigger than you. And that's that's. I think that's one of the, the the funnest, scariest, weirdest things about starting something is that it might be your idea, but you just planted the seed and watch that thing grow. Networking will help your ideas grow, no doubt about it. Completely. Well, this is another episode of the bastards of our podcast <laughs> worst outro ever where can they find us john oh my goodness where well, you can find us on uh, www.bastardsart.com uh also on soundcloud stitcher and you can subscribe to us on itunes and please once again leave a comment rate us on itunes so that we can get up in the rankings and more people can find us all the feedback all the feedback later